everyone, and welcome back to another Class 1A episode. All three boys are back. James is finally back with us, and we are so excited for that because today we are going to be doing a deep dive into Kyoka Jiro, or Jiro as most of you probably know her as, and just kind of talking about her overall character, some big moments, some good lessons that she's given us, and so much more. But before we do that, James, welcome back. It's been a Thanks, while. Man. It feels like it's been forever. I mean, it's going to be good to have that dynamic. I love Dylan, but... The degenerate new world needs its trio every so often. I know. I'm happy to be back, man. It's been uh, it's been a little little too long. I was going a little stir crazy, not being able to talk about this, but like other than you know losing my mind through Slack and stuff. But uh, yeah, I know. Happy to be back for the time being. I mean, we she finished the season. They're like, okay, well, I'm I have no longer have interest in my hero academia. That's what happened. He's like, ah, I hate the show now. Like the season's over. How about hit the eject button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah about. But. Before we do dive into the actual character deep dive, if you guys do enjoy this video or look for the My Hero Academia content, make sure to go over to youtube.com slash class1a to stay updated on everything that we're doing. We do manga recap, lore videos, theory videos, and so much more. So make sure to go over and check that out. Also, you can go over to twitter.com slash class1a pod to stay updated with everything that we do. But with that, let's jump into the character deep dive and start talking about Kyokajiro, also known as Earphone Jack. So obviously she is in class 1A, just kind of got to give very high level information, most of what we'll know already, but just kind of a good base ground for those that don't know anything. A couple of fun facts I've even pulled from the wiki as well, but her quirk is actually earphone jack. She is the only person we know to date that actually has the same hero name as she has quirk name. And her quirk earphone jack grants the users long controller earlobes that work like headphone cables. Her earlobes are shaped like jacks at the end, allowing her to plug into a variety of objects. These earlobes can further channel the vibrations of Kyoko's own heartbeats, dealing internal damage to said objects. So, that's that. And then, actually, a fun fact that who knows if it's true. I literally just read everything that the wiki says word for word. But apparently, it was one of the first people that um, Rokoshi came up originally for My Hero Academia. So the fun fact actually kind of says is that um, Kyoka may have been the first My Hero Academia character that Horikoshi came up with. He was inspired to make a character that could plug their earphones into objects while listening to music on his earphones during a trip back home, which is cool. And something that I think we've all talked about before is Horikoshi would just take a random idea and make an entire character or quirk out of it. And that's pretty much what they did with uh, Jiro. But, yeah, there's usually like, there's usually some like very like, I don't want to say blatant inspiration, but there's very like you can draw clear lines from like Western inspiration and stuff like that. So it's cool that like she was one of the first of like like the original ideas kind of thing, right? And it seems like such a universal thing because like I don't know, I've been on the bus and I had like my headphones. I'm just like just jamming it into like random like shit like all the time. Like hey, I can relate to that. And again, it's just kind of it's a random quirk. I mean, plugging into things like having your earlobes be jacks and all that, like you obviously kind of see how it all comes together. But again, it's just a very basic idea turned into a very cool quirk character and all that. But it's also, she's one of the few people we actually know both of her parents on. I think we only meet both parents in class 1A like three times. So it's actually that. There's a couple of really good moments with her parents. James, were you doing the math in your head or are you about to call me? I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to think of like who the other ones are. Like... I know Bakugo's the other one, and I was like, and then I, like I was like Bakugo, I'm like, who the fuck is the Todoroki? Other I think that's oh, the only. Yeah, okay. I think that's yeah, the only I, other one. So I think that's. Uh, uh, Asui. We meet. We meet Sue's parents. 
Really? Do we meet both? Yeah, we, yeah, we do. They, yeah, they look, they're frog people. They're both frog. Yeah, one of them is like straight up a frog. Like we see yeah. the whole cast, don't we? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. But I guess we'll kind of we'll, we'll Just start block with... it from your memory because it is kind of horrifying. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Um, obviously her personality is based a lot about her love of music, which comes from both of her parents. And we'll talk about that a little bit more on, but she is kind of has that rock kind of vibe. And overall. She's a very underutilized character, from my opinion. I think she's a very, very cool design. I think Horiko, she doesn't do her the justice. But what do you guys just think about her from a very high level? I mean, do you like Jiro? Do you think we need more of her? Just kind of your basic thoughts on the character. The one thing that stands out to me, um, and it's something I can't not think about ever since the photographer uh, episode, uh, like the recap episode of the last season, um, is that she has a quirk that's tied to, like, current technology. Which always makes me feel weird because, like, she has earphone jacks. That's that's like a product of its time, right? It's almost like it's almost getting dated at this point, too, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I always thought those like quirks were really interesting. Just like the uh, the journalist that has like cameras all over his body because it's like this is just something that currently exists that was invented, but like somehow just like got into the quirk like evolution. Like there was some like weird crossover with technology and evolution here. Um, and I know it's just like, oh yeah, it's just, it's just, it, cause it's a cool power. Like, but, just throw it but away. Quirks like, also but it's really make, funny. Quirks make no sense because the villain from season five named Stripe, his quirk was literally controlling stripes on a road. Like that makes no sense. Like that has nothing to do with evolution or even personalities. It's not like, oh, the dude really likes cars. So he controls like, like quirks make no sense. But I, I, I do, I do understand that. What do you mean? But again, Quirks are only a couple generations old. So headphone jacks might have existed when... They, they probably did. Yeah, they probably did. But yeah, that, that is something I'd love to talk about one time is like, does personality impact like quirks that you develop? I guess that's a question Horko should probably never answer, but both her parents are musicians. Neither one of them have this quirk, but still she came up with a musical quirk so it, it seems like a threat that like your parents would give you it's like you know you better better take those headphones out or they're they're gonna get attached to your earlobes like what yeah well what what, what kind <laughs> of threat like, do you get adults like don't don't do this thing or like a, a crazy thing will happen yeah right? it's like it's like don't watch too much tv or your eyes will go like into rectangles or some shit yeah yeah, yeah your, your eyes will melt yeah, I don't know. Yeah, James, yeah I, that, was like, that was a big thing when I was a kid, man. That was a, that was a oh. big thing, but yeah, no. But it is it is true because it is like a, it's a, like because like a lot of the other quirks and stuff like that. It's like you know, it's like gigantification and like you know things related to elements like Endeavor and stuff like that, right? Like he, like but yeah, you have something that's so so tied to something that was like a human advancement. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't something that was natural. So I mean, but then yeah, you go back to stripe and like his control of like lines on the road so i like i don't know man it's all over the place it doesn't make it doesn't make a ton of sense i think jira's cool though um i really like her from like a design perspective i think she balances out the class really well uh like i feel like we have a lot of characters that bring like a a bubbly kind of laugh um to to the group and then she just has like a different vibe and like my enjoyment of the class is definitely well rounded out by like how she interacts with it um. Also, like all the music stuff is really great, right? Yeah. No, she's a, she's a good character that way because again, she's she's um like you you always I feel like you always need like that kind of like punk rock kind of character, right? And she's very she's not the 
like stereotypical like she's not like you, you, there's a clear divide between like momo and like ochako and stuff like that and then and then jiro you know what i mean like she's she she does not fit the mold which is very nice like and i think like yeah like you said it uh she balances everybody out and she like she keeps most of the guys in lines too because she's kind of she's kind of masculine in that way that she has no shame or fear of just like beating the shit out of Minata like like half the time you know what i mean but she, I think she's, like, one of the only two characters, like, all of My Hero Academia that actually understands sarcasm as well. Like, she has, oh, like, yeah. quick, like, <laughs> witty responses and sarcasm, which no one else ever does besides Bakugo, maybe sometimes. So, again, it's just a very, like, what Dylan was saying, it rounds out the clock, the class very well. Because most people in class, when they take everything very, very literal, but she also has those really good moments that kind of make the quips from the side that I really enjoy whenever she does come in. And I agree. I love the music stuff. We'll kind of talk about that. That's kind of been a big part of her character. Really one of the main parts of the character that we've really explored. I mean, I feel like her quirk side is kind of been pushed off to the side. Like, oh, she's just a recon hero with um, Shoji. So they're never part of the battles. They just sit up on the, so on the so rooftops and do nothing. So, like, I, I really think that they didn't really know what else to do with her. So unfortunate i think it was a really cool character i mean i think we've seen some moments where her ability could be used offensive but they just kind of put her in this recon kind of role and i think that's all she'll ever be from here on out which is too bad when i said at the beginning that i thought she was underutilized is that looking back through big moments she doesn't really have a ton i mean she's obviously been part of the school festivals but she didn't make it to the solo fighting round she lost in the horse um competition um, even during like the joint, I'm mean, the, the forest training arc, she did nothing there really. She was just kind of part of the bigger group. Um, the one point where she kind of had a spotlight was during the licensing exam, but one, that whole part against the super smart lady, um, that like Momo and them fought against, that's not even canon. I didn't realize that till today, but that's not even actually in the manga. That was all anime original. And hmm. Jiro still didn't even do anything during that. She just passed out from the cold and sat there. So really outside of the musical moments, which was a very big part of the school festival arc, she has not done much from a quirk ability. And I really feel like there could have been some cool moments. And I was kind of sad looking back like, yes, let's talk about all the cool Jiro moments. But is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything you guys have really had for Jiro? I mean, like she kind of like... <sighs> It's, 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 it's so sad that you have to go all the way back to, like, when they fought the teachers and stuff like that. And you get to see that she, like, isn't on Mike's level, but she, like, you know, she can kind of go, like, quasi-toe-to-toe, -to -toe, but eventually gets overpowered. But, I mean, again, like, this is somebody who's still developing their quirk and stuff like that. But, like, the thing that blows my mind that they don't touch on Jiro more, because I get, like, you, you want to use, like, this musical element of a character, like, to, you know, the max, which they do, but... Like, she has some pretty, like, raw destructive power. Like, I mean, she yeah. sends vibrations into shit. She can cause... She's, she's like, as effective as knockoff Izuku, but, like, it doesn't phase her like it does him. You know what I mean? Like, she she can, like, yeah, cause massive destruction. We see it in the movie um, when they fight Nine. Like, she, like, she absolutely like, just obliterates landscapes. But, like, yeah, they never, they never go back to it, which is kind of... Which is, like, I mean vibration is such like an like a like a like a like a potent force right it, it it kind of bums me out they don't they don't circle back to it more yeah i'm also like really surprised that present mike isn't like a bigger mentor yeah like, around her like that, yeah. that is something that like i was just thinking about when you when you were talking about present mike but 
they should be like partnered up or something like there, there should have been something there because like they, they don't have the same quirk but like works in like the same way right absolutely and i mean again there's also like they don't really give her much for like you see if president mike has a giant microphone there like why doesn't jiro have more equipment like i think she has little speakers like on her like legs now that she can kind of jack into sometimes but like in her hands too i think she's got she's got like kind of like wrist thingies okay i was about to say like just give her giant gauntlets that she can just plug her headphones into and just like kind of give her hulk fist pretty much that she can just shoot her like uh vibrations through like she can take down probably skyscrapers with her quirks like she should be used for more than just recon every so often and like who knows? I mean, come up with the manga, coming up with thought. There's still plenty of time for her to get a moment to shine. But I feel like during one of these things that they could have really shown, like, if you would have put her in one of the one-on-one fights back in the school festival, oh, yeah, she just destroys the entire stage. And, like, congratulations. Like, she wins. She'll just knock out the opponent. Like, I don't think we ever really showed of what she can do at the most. Which, like, oh, like, we know she's super powerful, but she's going to be best at saving people and doing recon. Like, that's fine. But they just put her in the recon role and never gave her a sh- chance to show how good she really can be. Yeah, I, I think that's less of a problem with like Jiro as a character and what to do with her, rather than just like that's kind of what Horikoshi's been doing. Yeah. Of like, at, at this point, there's like so many different characters and they're 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 like so deep because we did actually have a lot of stuff with them seasons one through three that it's like unmanageable at this point. Like just to keep the story going. You have to focus on the big three and like kind of no one else. And I think this is this like the symptom of that of like because you can only focus on three characters to keep pushing the story like forward, you end up just having characters like Jiro who are really great and awesome that just kind of fall to the wayside. Not not from a fault of like writing them as a character, but just the the way like the the story has to be managed. Yeah, because there wants they like I mean Horikoshi said he wants like a definitive end to it. So and you need to like you need to move that story along, right? But like, yeah, he did such an effective job of building out these, like I wouldn't even call them like truly side characters. I think because like, I think Jiro gets enough time that she's like a, like a, just a cut above a side character. Like she's not she's not Sato or anybody like that. Like poor Sato just gets like shafted like left and right, right? But like she's like in that weird middle ground that like her getting more screen time isn't like weird or it's like holy shit she's getting development. Um, but yeah, I think it is just a matter of, okay, we need to keep the story going. She gets her moment in the spotlight for doing her thing. And that's basically it. And then we move on. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and it, go on. I was gonna say, this is exactly why I like fanfic is because like, that is not going to have, like, we're not going to get like a ton of like screen time or a huge arc with it. And so like, yeah, it's, it's kind of good because you can just read a fanfic of where it's like, here's a slice life story about Jiro and some other people hanging out. And you kind of like get what you want out of that story because like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want like a whole big arc of like Jiro going through these trials and tribulations. I just like want to see her hang out and like do some stuff, you know? Yeah. And I guess kind of on that point, like we've talked a lot about how we haven't got to see her quirk show, but she was a very big part of the school festival arc. I mean, I think she was obviously lead singer there. Um, we kind of had one. I have two life lessons I want to talk to. But the first one that kind of goes along with this is that yeah, it was a kind of a good like little life lesson. Like, oh, she was very embarrassed of her hobby that she didn't want to talk about it thought it didn't provide any value or anything and it was a good kind of listen like no just because you enjoy something doesn't mean you have to be embarrassed of it i mean we are three grown white men talking about anime we're clearly not embarrassed of our hobbies um but i mean i think that was a really good kind of lesson there that i like that they used her as a medium to kind of talk about that but then going on she was the folk reporter of that entire arc outside of dylan i mean not dylan uh that could going to fight uh gentle so i mean she has gotten a good amount of screen time in that arc 
but it just wasn't quirk based, which is why we spent so much yeah. time talking about that. So she's still that's why you're kind of saying she isn't a true side character because she was a focal point of an arc, but we still wouldn't have complained if we saw more or the times that she is on screen, if she did a little bit more instead of just kind of being off on the wayside most times. Yeah, I really like that arc too. Um, I know that arc kind of like gets uh, uh, like ragged on a little bit um, just because like where it's placed, but I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was good. It was, it was like a good breakup of like the intense action-y stuff. Um, I don't know. And and I, I thought it like culminated like pretty well. Like it, it could have been, uh, it, it was like, I don't want to say like a throwaway moment in the manga, but because like it, it's like in, in written form, you can't really convey like the musical number as well. I thought yeah. they, they did a good job, like it, it, like picking out the song and, and doing the casting for it. Like it, it fit pretty well. I liked yeah. the it too. It's a lot. It was a good, it was a good song. And yeah. Star Maker, the opening for that arc was fantastic as well. So overall, the musical yeah. in that arc was fantastic. And she was basically like the focal point of the opener too, which was kind of cool too, right? Like she, she's one of the only side characters who have really gotten that. You know what I mean? Like it basically like follows her running around the entire time. So. Yeah, it's good. I like that. I like. I just. It, I don't know, man. To me, it just kind of sucks that this character, whose thing is music, has been very like typecast into that role when she very much has a very effective quirk, right? Like it's it's so nasty. Well, what I almost would have loved more at this point, if you weren't going to put more focus on her, like, what if like so we saw early on like where she felt like her parents wanted her to be a musician and she had that like, good conversation with them, like no, like you go do whatever you want. Another great life lesson. But I almost would have loved it. It was a different way of like, she was someone that came into hero school. Then she's like, no, you know what? Like, I want to have my hero license, but I actually want to go on and be a musician. So one, it would have actually cut down on the cast size. But two, it goes to show that like, hey, being a hero isn't for everyone. Because right now, everyone that's coming in here, like even Mineta is another character where you could have kind of had a moment like that. Like, he's clearly afraid of everything that happens. Like, said like, no, actually, I don't want to be a hero. Because I think right now, my hero makes being a hero seem like the best thing in the world. But Jiro could have been a really good opportunity. It's like, hey, no, after the school festival, like, I realized how much I want to be, love to be on stage. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I love all of you, but I want to go and follow this path instead. Would have been a really cool moment that, again, it doesn't take away from the character, but it could have been something that, again, maybe a fanfic does that or something like that, that kind of opens up a different path and kind of makes Jiro stand out more. And it, we're not going to see her anymore in the manga. Let's be honest. She's probably, like, as this goes towards the bigger and badder things, that she's going to be off the side more. That would have been a good way to kind of wrap up her story. Um, instead of just being another side character we don't get enough love of. Yeah, I actually think that would have been really good. And that would have been, would like, be. a good sign of, like, a well-thought-out, like, mature story that was already laid out from the start. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we're kind of in the, the like, the tidal wave of where we're, where we're going. Like, there's no control. It's just, if we're going to get there eventually. But um, that, that would have been a really cool moment for the character, actually. I like Absolutely, that yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been really cool. And, I mean, it, it would, it, like... Because, like, you're right. Like, I mean, like, I know we're kind of going into the weeds a little bit. But, like, the universe that they've they've brought up is, like, you never hear about anything else. You never hear about, like, the musicians in this universe. You never hear about, like, you know, any degree of entertainment. Well, you Chaco's just don't hear about really it. the one point where we hear of, like, kind of someone actually doing real work outside of My Hero with their parents yeah. on a construction company. Otherwise, you don't talk and about they, anyone else's, like, actual job. No, that's just it. Like, I mean, and, like, we saw, like, enough 
Like, we don't even know what Deku's mom does. Like, no. we don't know, like, <laughs> what her, her source of income is. Like, we have no idea, right? So, yeah, it, I think it would have been great to kind of, like, build, like, like exemplify the rest of the world, meaning, like, this is this is something that people can do. People can realize that shit isn't for them. And, yeah, she probably would have been one of the better characters for it because you had that pivotal moment that they could have done. And they were just like, nope, we're going to keep you as a side character and you're just going to be recon with And that's fine. She'll still have good moments. Yeah. And, obviously, a lot of people love Jiro as a character. That's why we're doing a whole episode on her. So, I mean, yeah. I'm still sure people would have preferred to be in the show a little bit than not at all. That was just kind of a random thing that I kind of threw out there. But I guess there is one last point that people love to talk about when it comes to Jiro. And that is the ship between Denki and Jiro. Where do we stand? Before we talk about anything else, are we Denki Jiro shippers here or not? Dylan? As far as I'm concerned, it's canon. James? <laughs> 100 percent dude it's a it's a it's a bad bitch and a himbo like i mean they are they are a power couple for sure i agree i love them i think their personalities line up really well i think the kind of dynamic that they have with how they talk going back and forth is super fun i feel like there's been like good moments between the two during the actual series two kind of like the same way of where ochako and deku have had good moments so but that's not official but horikoshi still gives little moments for people that do really want to see that so I agree. I think it's one of the two like canon ships in my head between Ochako Deku and then these two as well. And I, I, I love everything about it. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're like, they like, it's weird. Cause they, they don't, they don't, their, their quirks don't mesh entirely, but like, it just, it, they just seem to work so well that it, it just, it kind of, I don't know. It may be one of the most naturally occurring relationships in the entire show and not just like in a relationship, like romantically. I mean, like just as a like dynamic altogether right yeah because it, it, it's not like they're like they're coming at this like they're just infatuated with each other like they actually have good chemistry mm -hmm. uh, and a relationship there like the thing that like sold it on me was was actually at the beginning of the school festival arc of where like denki like starts hearing about jira like talking about music and he like gets stars in his eyes and he's like runs up to her and he's just like asking her all about it because he's actually just genuinely super interested in it yeah yeah, he gasses her right up, man. Like, yeah, he's, uh, he's a good, like, he's, and that's what, that's what I like about, like, Denki with her, too, because she, despite the, like, kind of aesthetic that she has, she's a fairly conservative character. Like, she gets bummed out when somebody thinks, uh, like, uh, who was it? It was, uh, I can't remember who, what character it was, but basically said that they were more attractive than her. And, like, you, like, she actually had, like, an on screen, on screen scene where she was, like, bummed out about this, right? So Denki being the like the dumbass that he is just says whatever comes out of his mouth, right? So I think they I think they complement each other really well with that. Yeah, I guess I don't have too much beyond it. I mean, I think we all agree that it's it's one of the better shifts. I just wanted to bring it up because it is kind of a bigger part of Jiro's character or what people talk about outside of her. But I agree too. I love him. Um, I'd love to see more of it as the series goes on. I mean, again, as things Dylan kind of said, the tidal waves coming. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of time for shifts coming up. But who knows? It could be one of those characters that there's some kind of jump forward that I'd love to see like those two actually being together in the long run, I think would be a great way to end the series on. I'd be very, very happy to see that. Um, but any last moments? I know, Dylan, you said you might have had one last thing on Jiro. I mean, James, is there any last kind of notes you have? That's most of what I want to talk about with her. I think um, we got through a good amount of it. But if you guys have any last kind of topics or things you want to talk through. What's, what do you think the max range on our ear, like, phone jacks are like they're, like, they're a little they're a little stretchy but how stretchy do you think they really are i, I wouldn't say more than six feet do you think that's like part of her training is to stretch them out more no part of her training was actually like like 
hardening the tip. So no, no, no. I mean, like, like the. Or do you think like didn't see? I didn't see. I don't. Like, I mean, because it like it's it's flesh. It's not like it is. So it's there's some elasticity. She has full control over it, though. Yeah, so it's like kind of like an appendage, right? Like, I mean, yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't know if you could, like, I don't know how long. How I don't like can, thinking about yeah. it, Dylan. Where are you going with this? <laughs> no, no, I, I swear I don't like. Because I mean, I mean, that, I guess that kind of dictates like how she uses her quirk too, because she can use like if she can control the length, I guess she can be more a little more like covert about it. I guess because she can Self be at a options distance. open up right there. Maybe yeah, exactly. You, just, like, you post up and you like you wait. You, you, yeah, snake you your ears. Around. She can yeah, absolutely exactly. control the length because like normally they only go down like to her shoulders. Like I'm looking no, at no, 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 no. She she does. The question is how much can she control it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How yeah, far? I agree, but like James' point is like, well, it's flesh. Like it's skin. It can only go so far. But like. If they're naturally this long and then they can go down and tie in the back of your leg, clearly she can make them longer. So like the normal rules of flesh, ill, I hate that word, don't really <laughs> apply in this situation. So I definitely think she could train it. I think there is a limit on it, but I think she could train it to do like 10, 15 feet. Um, if she really, really... Extension really... cord, man. Like... Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. she's what? She How tall is this? Does it say how tall she is? I think she's like... She's pretty short, isn't she? she I think she's like, like she... five foot something. Five, yeah, she's like five, five foot, foot and a half. Like... So, I mean, she can already make her ears go five feet. How much harder would it be to double that? I mean... Triple or quadruple it. Why not? Okay, where, where Let's go all the way. But, <laughs> no, I, I think this was a good kind of episode if you guys don't have too much else. I think we actually had a lot of good moments. I think Jiro's a character that all three of us like a lot that I think I personally would love to see more of her. So, who knows where that goes as the story kind of develops on. But, um, I think we did a good deep dive on that. Any last kind of closing thoughts? Or are we going to wrap up here, boys? I think, we can, I think we're good. Yeah, let's blast. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to our Jiro Deep Dive. We will be back next Saturday with another episode. Now that all three of us are back, we'll be trying to do a little bit more of a consistent schedule again um, until James has to leave us again. So I know. we'll be back. <laughs> I know. Kind of figuring out topics as we go. But if you guys want to talk about anything specific in My Hero Academia, let us know in the comments down below. Hit us up on Twitter. Any way you want to get a hold of us, let us know. We'd love to hear your suggestions about what you want us to talk about. But otherwise, we will see you all next time. Have a great day.